We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Thank you for joining us. As believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it is vital that we possess the mind of Christ. How do we do that? By consistently studying and applying God's Word daily. We are compelled to let the mind of Christ be in us and assures us that as the children of God, we can have the mind of Christ. The question is, do we exercise this God-given gift daily? No matter what is going on around us, we should not fear but trust God because he is with us from our beginning to our end. There is no wiggle room here. Either we trust God or we don't. We must know that no matter what we see or hear, we can have the mind of Christ. Have Bible, pen, and paper handy and listen closely as Pastor Rander teaches us today. And Father, we thank you for that wonderful praise song, God, you are able and more than able. And you are able right now to help me preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I pray that you would anoint me, fill me with your spirit. I pray that the saints would be attuned to your word and I have wandering or drifting minds or distracted minds, whether they're at home or in the spirit center or here in the sanctuary. I pray, Lord, that we stay focused, that we look in our Bibles and see what the word of God has to say to us today. In Jesus' name, and all God's children said, amen. Amen. We're continuing our series on the mind of Christ. We've done a number of messages up to now, and we'll be doing it a number of weeks to come. Uh, If you have your Bibles, uh, turn with us to the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 5. You'll find one verse there that we'll focus on as a basis from which to frame uh, this message as well as 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. 1 Corinthians 2, 16b, and uh, Philippians 2, 5 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Philippians 2, 5, Let this mind be in you, the saints, which was also in Christ Jesus. And then 1 Corinthians 2, 16b says, But we have... The mind of Christ. But we have the mind of Christ. And from these two passages, we want to preach the priority of believers possessing the mind of Christ. The priority of believers possessing the mind of Christ. Keep your Bible open because we're going to be referencing a number of scriptures. By way of introduction, It is amazing, absolutely astounding how believers in the same Lord's church can be saved by the same Jesus. We can read the same Bible. We can hear the same sermons. We have the same heavenly father. 
We all are indwelt by the same Holy Spirit. And we're going to the same heavenly home if we know Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. And yet so many of us think so differently when we speak about and process the issues of life. We're literally inundated with tragic news uh, continually coming at us from every direction. We deal with the demands of life, the responsibilities of rearing our families. We deal with our own personal sicknesses and the sickness of others. We're dealing with the virus and diseases. We're in the midst of a degenerating society. We have experienced rejection, failure, pain. Some of you in pain as I speak. Some of you are encountering ingratitude, insensitivity, loneliness, as well as depression. Many of us, uh, we face financial losses, uh, the rising cost of living. We look around and see injustice and suffering and the death of our precious loved ones, all of which can have a devastating effect on our minds if we fail to minister to our minds and maintain a spiritual perspective on the issues of life. Be it known to you today that Satan desperately wants to destroy our lives and he desires to do it by seizing control of our minds. Satan wants your mind. God also wants your mind. Satan wants the mind of your children and your grandchildren and your siblings and, and, and all those who are connected with you. If we're not proactive in literally winning the battle for our minds, uh, preserving our minds and ministering to our minds, we will struggle and not win the victories that could be ours. God wants you to have freedom of mind. God wants you to be in your right mind. God wants you to have sanity and tranquility in your mind. And that's what this message is all about. It's about fighting and battling for our very mind that Satan wants to capture. What happens when you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset? What happens when you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset? Well, number one, when you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset, you lose your spiritual focus. You lose your spiritual focus. Uh, the scripture said that I just read Philippians 2, 5, uh, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Listen, the best way to win the battle is to think like Christ. It's to think like Christ. It's to allow Christ to rule your mind. When Christ is your fixed point of reference, you know what he does? He readjusts your mind and gives you a spiritual perspective when he is your fixed point of reference. When he is your fixed point of reference, uh, he spiritually clarifies your thinking when Christ is your fixed point of reference, he realigns your life to his word, his will, and his divine purpose. 
Refuse to allow influential people, refuse to allow your relatives, I don't care how close you are to them, refuse to allow talk shows, the media, and the culture to keep you from cultivating a mind for Christ. Christ wants to build your mind, to renew your mind. Christ wants to refresh your minds. So when you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset, you lose your spiritual focus. Number two, when you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset, your life becomes unstable. You need to have a spiritual mind. And if you don't have a spiritual mind, if you don't have a mind uh, that thinks like Christ, that pursue Christ, that allows Christ to rule it, your life becomes unstable. Uh, when you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset, your, your mind is unsettled and chaotic. Your mind is actually all over the place. Psalms 119.5 says, Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. The statutes uh, are the word of the living God. What makes keeping God's statutes which is the word of God so invaluable is that when you allow it to saturate your mind, the word of God enables it to be well rooted. The word of God stabilizes your mind. The the, the word of God causes your mind to be firmly fixed and not wishy-washy and wavering. The word of God has a way of reshaping your life, reshaping your thinking, which brings stability and structure and order to your life. Let me say that again. The word of God has a way of reshaping your life, reshaping your, your spiritual thinking, which brings stability, structure and order to your life, causing you to grow and mature spiritually in the Lord. Thirdly, believers create their own mental health crises because of self-isolation. Believers create their own mental health crises and issues because of self-isolation and seclusion, which ushers in depression and suicidal thoughts. Proverbs 18.1 says, whoever isolates, this is in in Proverbs, it says, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. When you live in self-isolation, you come to wrong uh, conclusions. Uh, You don't think with clarity. You don't have balance in your thinking. And Satan begins to wreak havoc because you've just shut every, you shut out life. And you've gone into your cocoon. And you've allowed Satan in your isolation to wreak havoc in your thinking. Beloved, stop harming yourself by keeping yourself isolated and secluded because of insecurity. You self-isolate because of fear, because of worry, or because of self-preservation. Oh, I'm going to shut myself in because I might get this or this may happen. If I go here, if I go to the movies, I may get shot up. If I get on a plane, it may fall. If I go to the the restaurants, uh, some crazy maniac will come in there and wipe us all out. And you start thinking the words and all of a sudden you crazy. You are absolutely crazy. You have to walk by faith. And not by sight. God created you with purpose. 
God created you with worth. You have value before the Lord. And and God desires for you to fulfill your God-given destiny. And it cannot be fulfilled when you are self-isolating. Unless you have a medical condition or there are some extenuating, extenuating circumstances beyond your control, for heaven's sake, get out the house and live again. This is our father's world and he wants you to adventure in it. He wants you to enjoy it. Stop clouding the issue with so much stuff that could happen. And a lot of times we worry about stuff that may not ever happen. When you shut yourself in, you deny the body of Christ your skill set. So the very ones of you who are shut in, you have skill sets that God has taught you, given you, and nobody can reap the benefits of your skill set. When you're saved, you, you are given spiritual gifts in your new birth, and you can't be a blessing with the spiritual gifts that God has deposited in you. Uh, live streaming has its purpose, and, uh, and it does, but the downside to live stream is that the gifts that God has deposited in you, you can't be a blessing to others from your house. You can't minister to me in your bedroom or from your couch. Even if you're documenting and worshiping, you are receiving, but you're not giving. Won't y'all say amen? Fourthly, when you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset, you think like the world. When you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset, you think like the world and allow it to actually squeeze you into its mold. I love the J.B. Phillips translation, which says, in Romans 12, 2, don't let the world around you squeeze you, say me, into its mold. But let God remold your mind, remold your mind from within so that you may prove in practice that the plan of God for you is good, meets all his demands and moves toward the goal of true maturity. Beloved, when you think like the world, when you talk like the world, when you behave like the world, and when you react like the world, you damage your own Christian testimony to the extent that people cannot see Jesus in you. You cannot follow the world and Christ simultaneously. Get that now. You cannot follow the world and Christ simultaneously. One has to go. Therefore, you need to choose how you're going to live your life and and who will be in charge of your life. Are you in charge or is it God? Is Satan in charge or is it God? Number five, when you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset, your love for God's word will diminish And you will drift away from it. When you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset, your love for God's word will diminish and you will drift away from it. Beloved, the word of God ignites our passion. 
It ignites our passion. The word of God ushers in spiritual renewal. The word of God ushers in revival and keeps us ever so near the Savior. It is the word of God that keeps us close to God with intimacy with God. When you go extended periods of time without reading and immersing yourself in God's word, you become spiritually dry. When you go extended periods of time Without the word of God, you become spiritually stale and stagnant and you begin to drift from God and his word. Hebrews 2, 1 says we must pay much closer attention than ever to the things that we have heard that you're hearing now from the word of God so that we do not in any way drift away from the truth. And that's what Satan wants you to do. He doesn't want you to know the truth. He calls you to struggle to get here. He doesn't want you better. He wants you regressing. He wants you backslidden. He wants you slipping and sliding all over the place. He wants you to be in a continuous hot mess. This is why it's such a struggle to read your Bible and to pray and to fast and to come to church and Bible study and all of these things. He doesn't want you to grow. He doesn't want you, you to to be at full speed for Jesus. He wants you slow and lethargic and lacking and lackluster. Number six, when you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset, your mind will be held captive by the enemy. When you fail to cultivate a spiritual mindset, your mind will be held captive by the enemy. Only when you have been set free from the bondage of sin, will you be able to think with clarity? So many of the minds of Christians are held captive, are in bondage. And if you're going to break that bondage, you have to acquire spiritual understanding. You have to become enlightened. The word of God helps you to receive spiritual insight. And when you're in the word, you experience freedom from Christ. That's the only way you can get a breakthrough and experience freedom in your thinking, which leads to freedom in your life. Filling your mind with the truth of God's word spiritually revives you. Filling your mind with the word of the living God It spiritually renews you. Filling your mind with the word of God refreshes you. And it gives you spiritual freedom. Starting with freedom in your thinking. 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. When you allow the the, the spirit of God to rule your life, to guide your life, when you allow the spirit of God to sift your life, to purge your life, to cleanse your life, then liberty comes. Then emancipation comes. Then freedom comes when the word of God is permeating and saturating your life. Now the Lord is the spirit And where the Lord, the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Beloved, 
It is critical for the Holy Spirit to rule, reign, and govern your thinking, which liberates and brings freedom to your mind. Your mind is either enslaved and held captive or it's free. I have never seen so many minds that are confused. I've never seen so many minds that are disturbed. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about the world. You know, they, they're out there. They're hot mess. But I'm talking about people who say they know the Lord. They're deceived. I've never seen so many, pe- so many lives. They have, their minds are troubled and restless. If your mind is held captive or enslaved by drugs, if your mind is held captive and enslaved by pornography and negativity and unforgiveness, if your mind is held captive by evil thoughts and sensual thoughts, social media, entertainment and politics, then you need to pray and cry out to God to liberate your mind so that you can be an effective husband, an effective and efficient wife and parent, co-worker to the glory of God and be greatly used by the Lord in his kingdom. John eight thirty six says, therefore, if the son, who is the son? Jesus Christ makes you free. You shall be free indeed. Only Jesus have the power to free you out of captivity. God wants you free. God wants you leaving out here light as a feather because you are free. God wants you to shout. God wants you to laugh again. God God wants you to experience the zenith of life. Beloved, if you possess and activate the truth of God's word in your life, then you will have clarity of mind. If you possess and activate the word of God, say, you know what? I'm going to take the word of God and I'm going to live by it. I'm not going to play with the book. I'm going to really be serious about my Bible. Then you have clarity of mind. You will gain wisdom. You will gain understanding by this book. You will gain spiritual discernment because of meditating on this book. The ability to identify sin comes as a result of meditating in this book. And you will think biblically because of this book. You know why we we can all be reading the same Bible you know why we all go into the same heaven and all these things? But, but, but when the issues of life come, you think one way, this side think one way, and, and this side thinks that way. It's because we don't think biblically. We think the culture. We think politics. We, we think opi- public opinions. And it becomes so divisive. The real issue is we need to get on the same page biblically and theologically so that we can have the same mind. How are you going to have the same mind without the Bible? How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, you'll never get on the same mind. There's some churches, politics has ripped the church apart, ripped conventions apart, ripped denominations apart. If we're going to be on the same page, then all of us must have the mind of Christ and be pursuing the words of Christ and the theology of Christ to the glory of Christ. Uh, We are going to just be at each other, have our own views and have our own thoughts and have our own opinions and our own feelings where I feel. Well, God is not concerned about how you feel. You don't govern your life by your feelings. Your feelings. Huh. John 8, 32 says, and you shall know the truth. As a matter of fact, John 17, 17 says, thy word is truth. And you shall know the truth, says John 8, 32. 
and the truth shall make you free. That's why I'm preaching so hard during this fasting and prayer time. And God was moving in this series even before fasting and prayer begins because the word of God brings conviction. I want to see Maranatha liberated. I I want to see you working to capacity for your heavenly father. No longer you want to be dragging on God. It's time for you to get some spiritual pep in your step. How many of you can say amen to that? Well, let's transition and I'll be done. How do believers minister to their minds? You say, well, Pastor, you get to my ministry to my mind, ministry to my mind. Can you please tell me how can I minister to my mind so I can think better, act better, behave better so that I can keep it together? Okay. Number one, believers minister to their minds when they listen to the voice of God. Believers minister to their minds when they listen to the voice of God. The Gospel of John chapter 10 verses 3a and 4 says, the sheep hear the voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. The sheep knows the voice of their shepherd. Another voice can come and and say, come, move. They can make a certain sound and they will move somebody else that's foreign to those sheep. They will not move. They only respond to the shepherd's voice. Verse four, when he has brought out all his own, he goes before them. The shepherd goes before and lead the sheep. It's my responsibility to lead from ahead and not behind. I have no business asking y'all what y'all think I should preach today. You say, well, Pastor, have you lost it? You better go back to God, man. <laughs> when he has brought out all his own, he goes before them. I'm to lead from ahead. And the sheep follow him and they know his voice. The sheep knows the voice of God. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit MaranathaSA.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109. And if you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity.